There's no doubt that Coconut's calling in life is being part of the Cuddle Bunch, but he's also really good at being a television chef. So if this whole being the very best like no one ever was thing doesn't work out, I think we got a solid backup plan. You know, Seely? Oh, they are delicious. But the whole reason we're cooking is because we needed Pokeblocks and Poppins for the contest today. We hung out in the green room, got ready in our costumes, then hit the stage. It was a performance of a lifetime, Dad. Elmer is a prodigy. She's literally the cutest. Like, hands down, nobody even came close. They bring down candy from the skies in her honor. I was so excited about the contest that I entered them all. I gotta go. It's almost time for the next category. Hello, friends. Hi. We are back once again. Whoop, whoop. After Pearl has emerged victorious in the normal rank cute contest. Yeah. We're in her green room. Yes, you have gone back into the green room. Peach and Lucy have left the green room oh. as the others are getting ready to come in. You and Luca are still in there. Okay. Also, side note, everyone, obviously, we're still figuring out contests and how those work and everything. So a couple of little tweaks from the cute contest. Oh, oh. Just tiny, the tiniest little tweaks. Just tiny little tweaks. Don't notice them. You can skip 30 seconds ahead. <laughs> it's fine. First of all, we're actually going to use the move effects that uh, uh. various moves have, such as, you know, could start on the last person to act before the, you know, the, the normal things that happen in the contest in the games. I don't know what you mean by normal, if that helps. <laughs> so we're going to actually do those moving forward because we just uh, both forgot that time. C'est la vie. <laughs> but also, I have realized it is it is strange to me with the system that I'd put in place previously that whoever faints can end up with more points, like significantly more than whoever's left, as Barky the Rock Rough did. So instead of a flat uh, minus 20, minus 10, minus 5, like I talked about in these normal rank contests, what it is instead... He's changing it! What it is instead, dear listener, is this... If a Pokemon is KO'd in the contest round, if they're the first one KO'd, they cannot qualify for top three for rankings. Oh. If you're the first to get knocked out, I think it's fair. But for the rest of them, when you get knocked out, the amount of rounds that are remaining after that, you lose one-fifth of your starting style points for the contest battle for every round remaining after you got knocked out. And by that, I mean, like, for every one of your turns that you miss for the rest of the contest, which I think makes sense because if that would have happened last time, Barky would have been down to like minus 60 from whatever he had. And so that, that feels more in line with where everybody else kind of landed instead of, oh, well, I did great in the visual and I got knocked out really fast. So I've still got a bunch of points. Yeah, I'm with you. We're play testing, folks. I've taken a couple of different uh, versions of these contest rules and jammed them together. And this is what I'm working with. We're Changing things up. We're, Changing you know, things it's, up. It's, who knows what's happening next? I don't. I'm not sorry. So that said, we're going to see how those rules go and uh, take it from there. But Pearl, you and Luca are currently preparing for the next contest of the day. The cool contest. You are there with Fettuccine the Dragonair. Luca has got Tarzan the Grovile. And also here in the green room with you, getting dressed, getting ready. There are two other contestants. Jasper's back. Ah, uh, nice. Jasper is here with his Vibrava, his funky little bug. Cool. And there is also another new person that you have not seen here before. 
A kid who looks very similar, almost like, oh, this is probably a sibling of Lucy. You see Jack. Wait, no, just kidding. This is actually Lucy. Ha ha. It's Lucy again. Lucy comes in. She pushes her brother out, says, no, I am cooler. That is true. I looked at my list wrong. Jack's not in here yet. It's still Lucy. She uh, went to go grab her other costume and Jack kind of wandered in like, hey, what's going on in here? And she's like, it's not your turn yet. He's like, oh, hi, Pearl. Uh, And she is changing into her costume as she has got Mander the Charmander with her. Oh my gosh, that's cool! So there we go. Whoa, Lucy, this is so cool! Thanks, I'm I'm really proud of Mander. We've been working on some really cool moves. So I love them. I did. I did. You know about their little fire? About the uh, on his tail? Yeah. I mean, other than it just has to keep going. Otherwise, it's his total life force. Yeah. <laughs> okay, break a leg. Thanks, you too. I think I, I think I'm gonna get you this time. I think I am. I mean, it's really not about getting anybody. It's just trying to be the coolest. Well, this guy is pretty cool, and the Charmander like crosses his arms like Char. <laughs> um, yo, 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 Jasper. Oh, hello, Pearl. Good to see you again. Huh. Uh, I'm not surprised that uh, a place with this sort of um, level of uh, frivolity has has lured you in. (laughs) Uh, I was about to say the exact same thing about you. Well, that makes perfect sense. (laughs) Who do you have in your competition? Oh, I've got Vibrava here, and the the little bug is like... Do you not nickname your Pokemon? What's wrong with you? I have not nicknamed them. Nicknames are really important. I, I just hadn't uh, thought about it um, before. What about... Do you have something? What about... Uh, wow, I'm looking in this bug's face and I'm drawing a real blank. The tricky thing is that uh, if he evolves again, he won't look anything like that. And I certainly do plan on uh, evolving him again, so... Well, maybe uh, when he evolves, you can nickname him. Perhaps I will. I haven't really given it much thought. I, I just sort what of... about Vincetti? F- formal... What? what? Vincent. Vincent? Yeah, Jasper and Vincent. Well, I I have heard that it, uh, at least in uh, these uh, contest sort of situations, it, it can be uh, customary to nickname one's Pokemon, so... Um, yeah, now's the time. Uh, so, uh, Vibrava, uh, does, does Vincent work for you? That's good. That's good that you asked. This is good relationship stuff here. The bug just looks up with bug eyes and... <laughs> that's a yes! <laughs> well, close enough for now, at least. Well, all right. Um, I'm not sure if we'll be able to... Well, I'm sure I can talk to someone, actually. And he writes down a little note and passes it off to somebody in the hall of like, oh, get this changed, will you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> for the formal announcements. <laughs> okay, well, I gotta go get ready. All right, well, you do well. Best of luck out there. Break a leg. Thanks. So, as we are all getting ready in here, it's cool time, baby. So, I feel like cool is actually really hard because cool means so many different things to different people. What is cool? What is cool? I mean, yeah, it's not something, you know, like cute where it's like, oh, this is very objective. Cool is much more. <laughs> it's, all, it's all incredibly subjective. But yes, I do understand what you're saying. Uh, so, first of all, you and Fettuccini, what is the theme? What is the outfits? What's happening here? Well, Fettuccini is a little nervous. Don't worry, Fettuccini, you're going to do great. We are just going to be ourselves, okay? Uh-huh, I know what you're thinking. Remember when I found you in that treasure, you know, trove? I think that's our theme. Oh, yeah! 
Now just get in my t-shirt cannon real quick. And she is too big for the no, t-shirt cannon. No, that was a key element of my plot. She is a very long dress. She's <laughs> Can I get an extension for my t-shirt cannon? I'll pay money. I'll pay money at the mall to get an extra long t-shirt cannon. Oh my gosh. Have you gosh. ever held a t-shirt cannon? Oh my gosh. Okay, so we'll, we'll say that you preemptively, realizing how long this noodle is, got a uh, barrel extension for Thank your t-shirt you. cannon. Thank you. Also loaded in that barrel extension is a glitter pack. Okay. But I do give like... Like con con confetti? Confetti and such? Yeah, confetti and such, yeah. But uh, not like the glitter bomb stuff on YouTube. Yes. Um, but Dratini uses some of the cool blue lip gloss and stuff that makes her all shimmery and shiny. Yes. And essentially, I just give her a ton of sparkles on her body. She's just very sparkly. She looks gorgeous. Interesting. Okay, okay. Nice. And for you? I have a jumpsuit that's kind of like, uh, like a uniform. Okay. And that's all I'm going to say. All right. And I got a t-shirt cannon. Okay. I might also add the jumpsuit has buttons all lining all the way up from uh, ankle to shoulder. Sure, it's got snaps. Yeah, it got snaps. Done. What about Luca and Tarzan? What is their cool theme? Oh, it's jungle. It's, it's like a cool jungle theme. Nice. Like, like jungle, and yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Now, is it more of like an explorer's thing or like we are the jungle? Both. I think Luca's the explorer and then Tarzan's the junk. Love it. Absolutely. I, I can envision it. I see it. I'm here for it. Cool. Now it fits the contest. Yes, 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 yes. For Jasper and Vincent, what do we think? Jasper, I feel like is a little stick in the mud and wouldn't necessarily fully dress up. Yes, he's like, I'm already cool. Yeah, so that's kind of what I'm struggling with a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I think what Jasper does is he puts a small film on the wings of Vincent Ooh, okay. to make them look like stained glass. Ooh. And like when the sun hits and stuff, there's like cool stained glass effects okay. throughout the room. I see it. I yeah. feel it. Because I feel like he's a little bit of a stick in the mud. He doesn't want to do like so much thingy stuff. Right. He's not super into the, the costume element. He's like, I already look excellent. How could it get better than this right now? Yeah. Might I add for Fettuccine, she has a cute little um, 1920s headband with feathers and a little gem around her ears. Cute. Yeah. Sorry, guys. It's cute. Ah, oh, no. Uh-oh. She looks great, though. Nice. And then Lucy and Mander the Charmander. I think they have a small Hot Wheels car. <laughs> <laughs> You know those cool cars you could drive as a kid? Oh, so it's not like a tiny, tiny Hot Wheels car. It's like a one that the Charmander uh, can Lucy sort of can hop in. in and yeah. <laughs> now, who's driving? Charmander. Perfect. <laughs> and, um, okay, just tweaking a little bit. It's like those cars that kids can actually play in and, yes. and drive around. The mini Jeep that you drive around. Yeah, she around. has a mini Jeep Wrangler. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. Pearl looks over. Man. <laughs> well, perfect. So, listeners, as you can imagine, those are all of the outfits, all of the combos that we are rocking here. Next up, we do need to figure out the order. Now, as some of these Pokemon have eaten various Pokeblocks and things to increase their ratings, others have not. Yes, exactly. So, Fettuccine uh, does have the highest rating with a rating yeah. of uh, six cool. So she will be first, and then Tarzan will be after in the visual round, as he has got a cool rating of two, and then Vibrava 
and Mander are going to have their trainers make performance checks against each other as they are both at a, a flat rating. They've not had any bonuses. I really like how Lucy names her Pokemon. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, it was close. A seven for Vibrava and an eight for Mander. So, so Mander goes first. Correct. It'll be Mander and then Vincent. So our order for this contest is going to be Fettuccini, Tarzan, Mander, and then Vincent. Our four coordinators and their Pokemon line up ready to present themselves for the visual round of the competition. Harold the Herald says, Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. We are here once again this time for the cool contest of the normal rank here in Chanterelle City. As always, I am your host and announcer, Harold the Herald, and we have our lovely panel of judges with us once again. They'll be here all day, folks. We've got Lord Fancyton, Nurse JD, and Lady M. <laughs> the crowd does react appropriately to you. <laughs> and now, what you have been waiting for, our coordinators, ladies and gentlemen. First up, Pearl with Fettuccine the Dragonair. I have my t-shirt cannon on yes. the side of my body that no one can see. Fettuccine okay. is inside. Okay, break a leg. Come and I have a little cart that I roll out that has an old Victrola record player. Okay. I turn to the audience. I play the record. You hear the crackle and the pop. And I say, all right, everybody, you're here for a show. Now, everyone, get ready to dance like there's no tomorrow. And then the beat drops. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And it's this electro 1920s swing time music. And when the beat drops, I lift up the cannon. Fettuccine, I fire. Boom. Glitter and fettuccine spurts out like full. And I also, when we hit the cannon, boom, my jumpsuit unpops. And inside is a 1920s flapper dress that is so sequenced up. And we like 1920s flapper dance and like do really cool stuff. And then we come back and the record stops and we just end in like a really cool pose. Nice. So as part Dang, of that this. that was so cool, guys. <laughs> it's very Did anybody cool. else see that in their brains? Because it's really cool. You better find the right music because it's going to be awesome. <laughs> so what moves did Fettuccine do as part of this whole routine for the visual round? She opened with Thunder Wave when I exploded her from the cannon. Okay. And everyone's like, whoa, that was the coolest explosion I've ever seen. An explosion of blue glitter. Like it's just it's showering people with glitter and silver and gold. Like, ah. Oh. Fettuccine loves it, by the way. Nice. Um, and then, well, like throughout the dance, can we call the dance her dragon wage? And she's like doing all these cool like dragon moves while dancing and stuff on the runway. Yes, and she's releasing some of these like purpley blue flames just like <laughs> to accentuate all of the moves. Yes, go ahead and roll a performance check. Uh, whatever you're rolling, add an extra two as both of those moves were cool. Okay, that's a 15. Okay, a 15. Let's see what the judges think. And I mentioned we ended in a really cool 1920s pose by the Victrola. It was very cool. That was an eight plus three, 11 for Lord Fancyton. 
He did like that one of those moves was the same type as the Pokemon, so that'll be plus two. He also liked that both of them fit the contest category, so that's an extra plus four. Whoa! So his 11 plus six is going to be 17 points from Lord Fancyton. Great job, Zanuccini. He's one of the toughest. And she's like, God, I hope I get it. I hope I get it. How many dragons do they need? How many pokies in it? Ooh, okay. That is a 13 total from Nurse JD. I really need this cool. So that is going to be 13 plus one. We're all winners. We're all winners. So 14 points from Nurse JD. And then Lady M. Oh, wow. She rolled an eight plus four. So that is going to be 12. Also is going to be lower than Fettuccini's roll. Oh, because we didn't want to go higher than 15? You don't want the judges to go higher than yours. Oh, great. So you, okay. want, her, you want her to be as close to yours without going over. So we really did that. Yeah, and you, you absolutely did. Excellent. Great job, Fettuccini. 43 plus Fettuccini's cool rating of six is going to be 49 total points for the visual round. Yes! I throw her up in the air. Blue little flames come out. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> wow. Solid start. Good start. It is definitely a good one. Like, they, they all got pretty close without going over. Uh, so, in a, in a good zone for you. Next up is Luca and Tarzan. What is their routine as Tarzan uses Leaf Blade and Fury Cutter. Luca comes out, he's trying to add a little more flair to it. And so they, they practiced last night, but this is different from what they practiced. He comes out and goes, where could he be? Like looking in the jungle. And then Tarzan really amps it up and like we hear like rhythmic drums and just, ah! And then uh, Tarzan's like swinging onto the stage and then the crowd goes wild. And then they kind of like, He's like, where? And like Tarzan's behind him just doing all these funny things. Yes. And as he's doing all of these things, they do some really cool sword choreography Yay. for the Leaf Blade and Fury Cutter. Oh, totally. Nice. Once Lucas spots him, yeah, it's like a it's like a blade, you know, choreographed like the, stage combat <laughs> moment. The dance of the blade. Yeah, the dance of the blade happens on the runway. Nice. I want you to roll for Lucas. Okay. I'll tell you what to add. 14. And he does get to add two to that because he used two cool moves, so 16. Nice. Lord Fancyton. Ooh, rolled a natural 20. <gasps> Is that, oh no. Is that bad? How um, could that be bad? Well, it's because you want the judges to be as close to you without going oh, over. Oh, it's over. Yeah. So he'll get half the value from Lord Fancyton, but... Lord Fancyton does give him a plus two bonus because Leaf Blade is a grass type move. And then he gets an extra plus four because both of the moves were cool. So he ends up with 16 points from Lord Fancyton total. Not too shabby. Nurse JD rolls an 11 total. Nice. So that is going to be 12 points from him. And Lady M, who is feeling it more this time as that is a uh, 14 from her. Likes this much more than uh, the routine that Zilla brought out previously. She's like, all right, something that actually goes for this one. <laughs> so she gives him 14 points plus two as he used a move that was super effective against the other. So that adds an extra plus two points to his. So he gets 16 points from her. And then he adds Tarzan's cool rating of two. Dang, Luca. Ooh. So he comes out with 46 points. Wow. 
Big round of applause. We're cheering for him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he takes his place in one of the small rings around the side of the large ring in the central part of just this like, tent. Just like the gymnasts. <laughs> just like those gymnasts. Next up is Lucy and Mander as they come busting out in this mini jeep. What is their routine with Mander's dragon dance and dragon rage? Oh, dragon rage. Um, they roll up, they cruise up, they honk the horn, and then they, like, he pops up out of the jeep's hood while she takes the wheel, and they kind of do, like, some cool swerves and divots. Then he rolls down the side of the car, which is so cool, the front of the car. Uh, he dances on the hood of the car. <laughs> And Lucy's like out, you know, like yes, pumping up yes, the crowd. Yes. And then they throw some candy at the crowd too. And they have a final pose. Perfect. Ooh. That is a total of 21. <gasps> Whoa. Char. <laughs> Let's see how the judges feel about it. Lord Fancyton rolled an 18. Ah! Oh! The moves were not fire type, but they did both fit the contest category. So that is going to be 22 points from oh, Lord Fancyton. My goodness. Nurse JD rolled 10. So that'll be 11 points. JD's actually kind of a stickler. JD's like, it's pretty good. You know, everybody's doing great. Like Nurse afraid, JD is like afraid of afraid giving out like points. high points too yeah. early just in case he like sets the bar. And then he's like, oh man, well now what am I going to do? Oh man, that classic judge struggle. <laughs> and Lady M, ooh, she only rolled a five plus what? one nine. Wow, she is not into cars. <laughs> you gotta be into cars to like this one. Uh, uh. But she did use a contest combination of Dragon Dance and Dragon Rage, so that's gonna add three, so 12 points from Lady M. Oh my gosh, this one is so tight. So Mander's sitting at 45 points. Wow, this is a very different Oh, man. Ho, 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 ho. And then Jasper and Vincent the Vibrava make their way out into the ring. What is their routine as Vincent uses bulldoze and dragon breath? I feel like Jasper, again, just being kind of over the fluff of it all. He's just like, all right, Vincent. <laughs> um, and like, instead of necessarily having like, a full show of it. There are more like obstacles to prove how strong Vincent is. Oh, yeah. So there's like a fake wall and then it goes straight through and we're all like, whoa, <laughs> what? And that's bulldoze. And then uh, like there's some hoops and some aerial hoops that it flies through. And we see the light of the like stained glass, which is really cool. He sets the hoops on fire with his dragon breath and then flies through yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And then like lands perfectly on his arm, you know? Uh-huh. Just very, like, classic cool. And not too shabby for old Vincent, as that is a natural 17. He doesn't have any other performance bonus, but he does get an extra plus one for using one cool move and one neutral move, so he has an 18. Okay. Lord Fancyton. That's the thing about cool. You can't try too hard. You can't try too hard, maybe and he certainly isn't hard. trying too hard. Yeah, maybe me and me and Fettuccini probably are a little too excited, but it's our <laughs> brand. It's our brand. Lord Fancyton rolled a 14 with his charisma bonus. That is going to 
be enough so that Jasper gets the full amount of points. He is then going to also add bonus points plus two because one of the moves was the same type as the Pokemon and then an extra plus two because one of the moves fit the contest category. Man, lucky duck. So that is a total of 18 from Lord Fancyton. Lord Fancyton really likes this category. He's been very generous. He has been. Certainly has handed out more points uh, than he did last time. Up next is Nurse JD, who rolls a two. Oh my gosh. He is like, I know what cool is. To me, that is not cool. Acting too cool above all this, not cool. Not cool. That's not, in my opinion, that's not the coolest. And that's what Lord Fantin was like, yeah. Yeah. I'm in the highest one of that. <laughs> yeah, this Zach Braff looking judge is like, mm, no, no, there's something about it. And it was a 19 for Lady M. So oh. that point value is going to be halved. Oh, oh. also, is it technically three for JD? Yes. Wow, it bit him in the butt. Mm-hmm. Any bonuses? No bonuses. So he's just Ooh. going to get the uh, nine points from Lady M. So he comes out with 30 points. Oh, he's angry. I can tell his brow is furrowed. It is furrowed indeed that these people do not appreciate him. He should become a judge. <laughs> so that means that going into the contest battle round, our rankings from the visual round are Fettuccini in first, Tarzan in second, Mander in third, and Vincent in fourth. So, Pearl, it is up to you. Would you like for the contest battle to go in forward or reverse point order? Forward. Forward order? Same order as we came out. With that, we begin the contest battle round of the cool contest. Herald the Herald announces, Ladies and gentlemen, we have our order. The winner of the visual round has chosen to go in forward order, meaning that we will have Fettuccini the Dragonair. And the crowd's like, Whoa, yeah! Tarzan the Grovile. Manda the Charmander. And Vincent the Vibrava. You can tell... That even though uh, the applause is close, it died off a little bit at the end. Just a little bit. Jasper's like, these people don't appreciate culture. <laughs> With that, let our contest battle commence. Pearl, Fettuccini is up first in the initiative. What would you like to do? I think I'm going to try a bold strategy here. I don't know how I feel about it, but uh, we're going to use Dragon Rage on Vincent. Dragon Rage on Vincent. All right. Ooh, a natural 18. Ah, darn it. So he is going to succeed on that save. But does he still take half damage on a successful save? Great. So go ahead and roll that dragon damage. 16. 16 will be doubled to 32 points of super effective dragon damage. As I misspoke earlier, and uh, he actually got an extra two points from Lord Fancyton because both of those moves were his types. I had grounded bug in my brain, but he's grounded dragon. But that is 32 points of damage to his HP, which already uh, seems quite unpleasant for the Vibrava. Because Vibrava succeeded on the dexterity saving throw, you do not get the appeal points from that move and make your performance roll at disadvantage. Oh, pain. Oh, gosh, I rolled bad. Four. Plus one because you used a cool move. Okay, five. Yikes. And a 19 from Lord Fancyton. So you will only jam two points from Vincent. 
On Luca's turn, Tarzan is going to use Leaf Blade on Mander, though. So even if he hits, it will be uh, not very effective. But that is an unnatural 20 to hit. Ooh. As it does 11, which will be halved to six points of grass damage. And Tarzan will make a performance roll. Oof. That's only a six for his performance, but a natural one for Lord Fancyton. As Lord Fancyton's like, I know that it's not very effective, but it's just so cool. <laughs> and I think if the judge rolls a nat one, it makes sense if you double your jam points to that person. New ruling, hold me to it. Okay. So that'll be minus 12 style points to Mander. Oh, wow, that's brutal. And that move has an appeal of plus three, so Tarzan gains three points. It is then Mander's turn. Mander does not appreciate that, but Lucy says, come on, Mander, stay in it, stay in it. Do our routine like we talked about. And Mander uses Dragon Dance. Yes, Mander. So it will automatically work as Mander does not need to make an attack roll or anything like that, but he will double his proficiency bonus when making attacks moving forward. That is getting him pumped up and helps prevent nervousness. Hmm. He gets one appeal for that, definitely, and he's gonna make a performance roll against the judge and he's just gonna choose who he subtracts style points from since it wasn't an attack at a specific person. That is only 10 total against Lord Fancyton's 19. So Mander will subtract five style points from Tarzan. Wow. Easy come, easy go. Ain't that the way it goes. It is then Vincent the Vibraba's turn as Jasper says, well, we certainly don't want any more of that. Vincent, use Dragon Breath. And I need Fettuccini to make a save. Oh, I knew he was going to come after me. Oh, it was a natural two. Ooh, that is going to fail. That is going to be 15 doubled to 30 points of super effective dragon damage as he makes his performance check. Oh, only an, that's a natural two though, yikes. Against the 13 of Lord Fancyton, so you will only be jammed for one point. Okay. And Dragon Breath startles the last Pokemon to act before the user. So that means that Mander is going to need to make a charisma save. Oh, wow. Mander's not supposed to be so nervous though. That is correct. So, Mander is going to have the check with advantage. And with a natural 18, shakes off the nerves. Yeah, buddy. I know I shouldn't be cheering for my competition, but he's just so cool. <laughs> it's just a cool Charmander. That is Jasper's turn, which is going to take us back up to the top for the beginning of round two. As the crowd in this competition has already gotten like more amped up than you saw them in the cuteness contest. Uh, it seems as though they're already like with a bunch of these cool moves hitting time after time. They're like, yeah, yeah, okay. Wow, this is not the morning crowd. Okay, let's give him a show. Uh, Twister. Twister against? On Vincent, because homeboy, we are not typed well for him to be next to us. 12. Ooh, 12 is going to miss, unfortunately. Oh, two misses in a row. Ooh, that's tough. That that's sucks. tough. Go ahead and make your performance check with disadvantage. Mm. Oh, I have a natural 20. Oh, no. Oh, what do I get to add? You add plus one because it was a cool move, and then whatever your performance is. 11. Against the natural one of Lord Fancyton. So, with that, you still do manage to double it uh, because of his natural one. So, you jam 22 points of style from the Vibrava. What? 
Dang. Even though it does not hit him. So it could have gone worse. Uh, yeah, that actually went pretty well. It is then Tarzan's turn. We should flip a coin. Yeah, flip a coin. Okay. All right, folks, in the spirit of fairness, we're flipping a coin. If it's heads, it'll be fettuccine. If it's tails, it'll be mander. As Luca goes to use X scissor. One. Sweet. Great. So uh, on the D2, uh, that's tails. Great. So that is going to be an attack at mander. Oh, thank goodness. I did not want to get hit. (laughs) As that is a 19 to hit with X scissor, which will. Oh, nice. As that is going to be 11, six points of bug damage. And that move has an appeal of two and a jam of one. So Tarzan gets back two. Mander definitely loses one. And then he makes his performance roll. Not doing so hot on those, though. As that is seven total against the 17. So unnatural 20 of Lord Fancyton. So only jams three points. Plus the other one, a total of four points jammed from Mander. Mander taking these hits is not happy about it. But Lucy says, Mander... Keep your head on straight. We know who we got to go after. Dragon Rage on Vibrava. Type advantage, Mander. That's a good trainer right there. And the Charmander lets loose this hefty Dragon Rage. I want this bug to KO so bad. Oh, well, he does fail its dexterity save. Good, okay. That is 10 double to 20 points of super effective dragon damage against Vibrava as Vincent did not enjoy it. And then Mander is going to make his performance roll. Ooh, a 17 against the 17 of Lord Fancyton. So on a tie, it goes to the Pokemon. So minus 17 jam points. Wow, 17, that is high. As Mander also regains three. It is then the Vibrava's turn. Sarah, flip a coin for me again. Heads is you, tails is Mander. It's me, it's me guys. Vibrava is going to use... Wow, I really don't want to KO. Ooh. He's not going to use Dragon Breath because he doesn't want to have disadvantage. So he's going to instead use Bite. Oh, geez. That's a natural three, though. So that's going to miss. Okay. So he's going to roll his performance check with disadvantage anyway because he missed. Ah, dang, Jasper. Ooh. From a natural 18 to a natural two. Against the 11 of Lord Fancyton... Fettuccine only has two points jammed from her score. Ah, you hate to see it. I've been there. (laughs) The crowd meter is at three at the top of round three. Pearl, it is your turn. What is Fettuccine going to do? Dragon Rage on Vincent. Please don't save. Oh, dang. He rolled a natural six. We hit something. Yeah, that's not going to do it. That's not going to do it. Go ahead and roll your damage. 17 plus five. So 22 22. doubled to 44 super effective points of dragon damage. KOs the Vibrava. Now that's what we call a 1920 slap. Go ahead and roll your performance check with advantage as you KO'd one of your opponents on your turn. Oh, wow. It was the same for both. That was really freaky. Okay. It's 19. Against the 13 of Lord Fancyton. So you do subtract the full 19 points. So you regain three points as he loses 19. He also is going to lose an extra minus 60 because he doesn't get to go on this round and then he doesn't go on the last two rounds. Oh, he's in the negative. Oof. That's a rough one, folks. Woo! I knew going after him would pay off. 
Nice. So that is your turn. Pearl's like, way to go, Fettuccine. And then Pearl kind of, you know, strains up her flapper feathers and she goes, all right, we know who the three are now. Let's get rumbling. All right, all right, all right. Somehow we hear like Fettuccine twist her neck and there's like a crack, crack. <laughs> She's ready. It is then Luca's turn as Tarzan gears up for another leaf blade. Go ahead and flip that coin to see who he's going after. Oh, heads, it's me. All right. He says, yeah, that's right. It's now to the three of us, but we're gunning for one. Tarzan, use leaf blade. And that hits with an unnatural 20. Oh, sure does. These competitions are really bringing it out in us. As Tarzan does 12 points of grass damage to Fettuccine. We are resistant to grass. Oh, so half to six. And then he's going to make his performance check. Man, his performance checks have been consistently low. That is a five against the 16 of Lord Fancyton. So that is minus five points from you. He does regain three from the move's appeal. Sheesh. It is then Mander's turn. Think about this, Mander. Roll heads or tails. Lucy has an inclination a certain way, but we're going to see what happens. One. So after Luca? Yeah. She's going to try to use Ember on Tarzan. Oh, a natural three, though. Oh. So that's going to miss. The crowd. Ooh. Oh, wait, though. Speaking of the crowd, you successfully used a cool move on your turn, which got the crowd to four. Luca successfully used a cool move on his turn, which got the crowd to five and maxed out the crowd meter. Okay. Oh, my gosh. He's slipping cages, folks. So he's going to make a separate performance check from the one that he made for Lord Fancyton. Okay. And see if he gets some extra style points out of it. Oh, I bet he will. Well, we'll see. He's been rolling pretty low on these performance checks, so let's let's find out. A 14. So he does get the extra five points from the crowd meter. Nice. And as soon as the crowd hype goes up, it comes down as Charmander misses with that ember attack as Tarzan the Grovile definitely dodges out of the way of the flames. That is then going to take us to the top of round four. As the crowd meter has reset to zero, we have two rounds remaining. What would you like to do? I would like to make a nature check. Okay, who would you like to make a nature check on? Mander? Okay. Fire type, right? Is I that know what, that. Is that what you're trying to confirm? Yeah. Just to I make know, sure that yeah. there's not like some sort of secondary typing yeah. that you're unaware of? Make a nature check. It's not high. Charmander are very common. Natural 20. Natural 20. What a waste. Just fire. Okay. Just fire for this Charmander. Pearl pulls out her crumpled chart. You know, you hear Strangle in the very far, you know, avalanche seats. You got it. Okay. Okay. You guys should really, really go after each other. She says to to Mander and to Trico. Don't mind me. Um, electric wave on Mander. Okay, you're using a thunder wave on Mander, so a con yeah. save? Yeah. Oh, that's a natural seven. Oh, did not make that. All right, so it's going to be paralyzed. That move badly startles all of the Pokemon to act before the user, but you are at the top of initiative, so it will not have that extra effect. However, you do get back one appeal point, and it does automatically jam three from Mander. So go ahead and make your performance check against Lord Fancyton. Oh, five. A 15 for Lord Fancyton. So you will jam three points. So six. Yes, a total of six points jammed. But Mander is also paralyzed, which could be not really very helpful. Really backlash on yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to use my other cool move. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. 
It is then Lucas' turn as there is an opponent that's got an easier chance to hit. Now he's going to go after that as he says, all right, Tarzan, go after Mander with cut. And a 14 will hit Mander. Only eight points of normal damage. And let's see about this performance check as he flourishes his swordsman skills. A nine. And that is a nine total for Lord Fancyton. Ty goes to the Pokemon. So he does jam nine points from Mander. And it is a very appealing move as he gets back four points. It is then Mander's turn, who is going to roll a D4 to see if he continues to be paralyzed. Ooh, he rolled a three, so he still got it. Oh, this is tight, yo. Ooh, flip a coin for me, Pearl, to see if Mander's going to go after Fettuccini or after Tarzan. Heads, it's me. Okay, I need Fettuccini to make a dexterity save. 14. 14 does succeed on the save as Charmander uses Dragon Rage. Gosh, I'm weak against that. That is going to be 10, doubled to 20 points of dragon damage. Tough hits. Just gotta stay standing one more round. Mander is going to make his performance check with disadvantage as you succeeded on your deck save. Oh, a natural one with disadvantage. Oh no. Against the 18 of Lord Fancyton. On a natural one, you do not jam your opponent, but half of the judge's roll is taken away from that Pokemon style points. So they lose nine? Minus nine. Oh, that really whiplash. With that, Harold the Herald's voice rings out over the tent. Ladies and gentlemen, this brings us to our final round of the contest battle. What is Fettuccini gonna do? You know what? I think I gotta go for Mander because Mander is the one that can take me out. Mm, okay. Because of the typing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm, I'm thinking. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, we're gonna use Dragon Rage. Okay, so that is a dexterity save for Mander. Ah, 14. Oh, the DC's 15. Ah. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. Roll your damage. 18. 18 points of damage to Charmander. It was enough to KO the Pokemon. What does this look like? Wow. I feel like once we hear Lord Fanzington with this is five rounds, something in Fettuccini really sets off. Her eyes get like really, really like that dark sapphire and she just kicks into high gear and really slaps it with the tail. Nice, slaps it with the tail, unleashes these bluey, purpley flames with the dragon rage and KOs Mander. Ooh. Go ahead and roll your performance check with advantage as you have KO'd Mander. 16. 16 against the 12 of Lord Fancyton as you jam 16 points from Mander's style points. It is then Luca's turn with the final move of the cool contest. As he's like, all right, it's gonna be close. Use X scissor. An unnatural 20 to hit. Low damage again, though. Nine points of bug damage to Fettuccini. Hang in there, Fettuccini. Oh, is she still up? Yeah, she's really wobbling. Oh. She looks like a limp noodle. Oh. An overcooked noodle. Oh. And he's gonna make his performance check. Not bad that time, a 12. There you go, Luca. Against the aid of Lord Fancyton. So you have 12 points jammed, plus an extra one from X-Scissor, as Luca gets back two. And with that, ding, 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 the bell rings as the contest battle 
concludes. Fettuccini's breathing heavily, as are you and Luca. Tarzan, though, is in pretty good shape. <laughs> as the judges tally the point totals. Oh, wow. As the four of you wait nervously in the wings of the tent. I'm biting my fingernails. Dratini's, like, chewing on her tail. We're on the edge of our seats. The scores are passed along to Harold the Herald, whose voice comes booming over the contest hall. Ladies and gentlemen... For the normal rank, cool contest of Chanterelle City. In fourth place, with 12 points, is Vincent the Vibrava. I slowly turn and look over their direction. Jasper is not pleased. Ooh. Vibrava just seems to be on the level of, I'm a bug. Yeah. So, whatever. In third place, Manda the Charmander with 93 points. Wow. A solid showing, to be sure, as Lucy's like, all right, better than last time, better than last time. We're working our way up. Way to go, Lucy. Cha-cha. Thanks, Pearl. I clutch my seat. In second place, with 132 points, Fettuccini the Dragonair. What? Good job, Fettuccini. Hey, that's an Italian meal there, folks. What's Italian? And in first place, with 160 points, Tarzan the Grovile. And Tarzan, who, by working up the crowd meter, uh, definitely became a, a crowd favorite in this contest, uh, is thrilled by this. Grovile. As Lady M comes forth to present the prizes, and you all make your way over to the podiums. Way to go, Luca. How do you feel? Feel good, Pearl. Great job out there. That was really close. You too. If I didn't have so many type advantages, I would have been gutted after you harder, man. Fair enough. It's very, uh, very much sibling. A lot of sibling vibes right now. Oh, Even absolutely. Even when they're fighting. It's it's very sweet. Absolutely. Yeah, y'all are happy for each other either yeah. way. Whatever happens. Nice. Yeah. For getting third place, Lucy gets 250 Poke Dollars and a Tomato Berry. For second place, Pearl, you get 500 Poke Dollars and a Tomato Berry. Man, competitions are the place to get money. Am I right? She's saying to Sparkle Face. Under her breath, she's like, yeah, there's a lot of money in these contests. <laughs> and for winning first place, as the crowd is very, very excited, Lady M walks over and presents Luca with his prizes. A Tomato Berry, 1,000 Poke Dollars, TM54 False Swipe and Berry Pots. Berry Pots. Now available in Kmart near you. <laughs> As the crowd cheers, cheers, cheers. And what is the final pose of this contest? Um, the final pose is Luca hoisting up Tarzan on his shoulders and we're all cheering around him. This uh, large dinosaur leafy creature who's as big as he is, he's just like, ah, get up there. Lifts him up onto his shoulders. Grovile with the sword up in the air, and we fade to black.
Hello friends, Jonah here to say thank you for listening to Postcards from Pearl. It's been a while, we've missed you. It's been a weird month and obviously there are some things we need to talk about. Obviously, due to the legal situation surrounding Pokemon 5e, we will no longer be using that system for the podcast. It's a bummer, but that's what we gotta do. But don't worry, that does not mean that we're going to stop making the podcast. In fact, it is quite the opposite. We are working harder than ever to keep the show going strong. We just had to wait for the dust to settle before we got back to posting episodes. I'm sure you all are wondering exactly how Pokemon 5e not being available is going to affect the show. So here's what's happening. We currently have a backlog of about seven or so episodes that we recorded before March, and we are still going to release those. We're doing our best to be generous with cuts to the mechanical segments just to be on the safe side. However, once we get through those episodes, we will be using a brand new game called Monster Fight on the podcast. And yes, I mean brand new because I am in the process of writing it right now. It will certainly be taking inspiration from other games we know and love, but with a new system that I hope will, number one, be fun, but also be conducive to the type of storytelling we do here on the podcast. I am so excited to share it with you all and it's going to be up for free on our website once it's done so that you can play at home and our Patreon supporters will get some early updates and behind the scenes playtesting stuff while it's still being developed. It is a big undertaking to be sure, but I'm having a lot of fun working on it. So stay tuned for more updates there. I'd like to take a moment to tell you about our stupendous partner, Dice Envy. This week, I would tell you to check out the new Soft Boy set, but guess what? They already sold out. But you know what? They should be sold out because they're so beautiful and crunchable. They look like little Easter candies, and I just want to eat them right up. You gotta be ready to go when Dice Envy releases new sets of dice, and you better make sure that you're getting 10% off of your purchase at Dice Envy by going to DiceEnvy.com slash QuestCo, or by using promo code QuestCo at checkout. That's Q-U-E-S-T-C-O for 10% off of your entire order. If you're a fan of what we do here on Quest Company Jr. and you want to give us a boost, please go to our page over on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It is a huge help to us and we read every review that comes in. And if you really love what we do here at Quest Company Jr. and you want to take that next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, develop this new game, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. Big fancy shout out to our newest patron, Justin. Thank you for supporting the effort we put into the show and for contributing directly to the work we're doing on and off mic. If you'd like to give us that support as well, you can do so at patreon.com slash quest company podcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanyjunior.com. If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at Questco Junior. You can also hang out with us in our Questco Discord. The link to that is on our website and Twitter. We know that word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast, and that is especially true for independent shows like ours. So we would love to see you posting about the podcast and telling your friends about us. If we see you tweeting about us or posting fan art using hashtag Junior or hashtag postcards from Pearl, you might get a character named after you on the show. And if you have fan art of the podcast that you want to share, just make sure when you post it to tag us so that we can see it. 
Speaking of fan art, we've gotten some more amazing art sent to us since our last episode. Thank you to Fairy Tale Girl MB at Emburgundy on Instagram for some more wonderful sketches. This time of everybody in the cute contest and all of their outfits. They look adorable. If you haven't seen those, go check out our Instagram and Twitter where we'll be sharing them or on the fan art page of the website where we've got a gallery of all the art that fans have sent us. Quest Company Jr. is a proud member of Podicon Go, a group of independent podcasts supporting high-quality content that's fun for the whole family. Podicon Go is your reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcast that everyone can enjoy, with shows ranging from animal facts to stories to audio dramas to RPG actual plays and more. Check them out at podicongo.com. This week, we want to highlight the Cambridge for Kids podcast. You'll hear their promo at the end of these announcements. I'd like to take a moment to thank the amazing artists whose music is featured in this episode. Again, I cannot encourage you enough. Go check out these artists and listen to their music, especially the artists whose music we play week after week. They're incredibly talented and you should be listening to them. Thank you to Foolboy Media for the song Video Game Land. Thank you to Insane in the Rain Music for, again, a bunch of music this week. Some of it from Sinovation, the awesome new album, but also from Back to Your Little Roots and Alola That Jazz, his other excellent albums. Thanks for the tracks Jubilife City, Gladian's Groove, Rise to the Challenge, A Battle for Beasts, Route 205, Heart Home City, Old Chateau, Stupid Blues, Psychic Encounters, Sinnoh Trainer Battle, and Orberg City. Thank you to Glitchex City for the songs Pokemon Sword and Shield, Brand New World, Lo-Fi Remix, and Sun and Moon, Haoli City Remix. Thank you to Purple Planet Music for the songs Australian Outback, Colors of Victory, and Inspiring Dreams. Thank you to Dark Fantasy Studio for the songs Thy Majesty and Kingdom Rises. Thanks to Tritachion for Little Lily Swing. Thank you to World's Best Grandpa for Polka Center. Thank you to Will Rock for Slowpoke Shuffle. Thanks to Benjamin Briggs for the song Bite. And thank you to TabletopAudio.com for providing, you know what they're providing. TabletopAudio.com is always providing those ambient sounds. That's all for me, so let's get back to the contest action. Thank you for joining us here at Quest Company Junior. Hello, I'm Matthew John Brooks, archaeologist and host of Cambridge for Kids History Podcasts. Whilst in lockdown, I have created a series of historical podcasts for kids and the whole family to enjoy. Every episode is a snappy, bite-sized treasure trove of information and all under 10 minutes per episode. In this first season, we take a barge through ancient Egypt, walk the marble temples of ancient Greece, march the provinces with the Roman legions, stare in awe at the seven wonders of the ancient world, and stomp around with ferocious dinosaurs. If that sounds like fun, let's go time travelling. It's educational, it's engaging, and it's entertaining. Perfect brain food in these strange times.
as we have concluded the cool contest, we're back in the green room now. You and Luca are still there. Lucy is also still in there with you all, as it is her final contest of the day. And back in the green room as well is Peach. Whoop, whoop, Peach. Welcome to the party. Oh, thanks. That was amazing, you guys. That was such... I, I, I felt like I learned so much just watching out there. That was incredible. Nice. Peach says, I, I really love contests. So like watching this and doing this, I just, I'm really feeling it. I'm really, really feeling it. I'm feeling it. I, whatever you're put, put, putting down, I'm feeling this. <laughs> you have any coffee? Didn't even need it. So in the normal rank smart contest, first of all, you are here with Serrano, the on edge. Yeah. For this smart contest, what have you, uh, what outfit have you changed into? What is, what is the uh, aesthetic for you and Serrano? Serrano is now wielding the graduation tassel, yes? Yes. So he will be using acrobatics instead of performance for all of his checks, which is uh, huge for him. Went from a minus one to a plus five there. So, yeah. Yeah, we have Serrano. Um, we are dressed in, like, really cool old-fashioned armor. Um, like, it's a mix of, like, you know, just uh, a neutral base, but, like, a cool chest plate and, like, shoulder pads and stuff like that. Uh, really awesome helmet. Nice. Some pieces of decorative armor that mysteriously disappeared from Professor Nichols' place. What? <laughs> you mailed these to me. Ah! That is your current getup. I like it. I'm here for it. The historical, the armor. I think it's nice. So what are Luca and Mikey the Haunter rocking for their uh, ensemble? They're doing a mad scientist vibe. Like Luca's hair is all tousled. Like, you know, bedhead. Nice. And then Mikey has just been practicing like shifting his form into different sort of like monsters and creatures and things. Yeah. Um, he could, it, um, Luca asks to borrow my like Victrola record card. <laughs> he just takes the record player off. Yeah. So he'll roll on with Mikey and Mikey will be covered in a sheet. Yeah, nice. <laughs> and then Peach has got Captain the Slowpoke. Oh, what are they doing? Yeah, oh, I'm very excited. You love to see a Slowpoke in a smart contest. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know why, but like I wanted to be like a doctor trying to give like medicine to a patient and like trying to write a prescription out. Who's the doctor and who's the patient? I think per I think Peach is the patient. <laughs> So he has like a little stethoscope and stuff he's on his head. The, yeah, he's got the round thing on his head. He's got a little <laughs> doctor's he's, coat on. Yeah, he's trying to prescribe Pepto-Bismol. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. And then Lucy has Midnight the Umbreon. Oh, sweet. Lucy, what the heck? This is so cool. Oh, thanks. Lucy is dressed in very like... Grecian costume, and it's all about stars and like, Ooh, um, like constellations. Yeah, constellations. Yes, I'm here for it. And so, for this competition, taking into account the Pokemon's ratings, first up in the visual round is going to be Mikey, since he ate that bitter poffin. After that, will be Captain, and then I need you to make a performance check against Midnight. Natural twenty. Natural twenty. We got to do it again because I got one too. Yes, you and Lucy both rolled natural twenties. We are like just staring at each other's into into the eyes. I'm like, no, she's my mom. No, but she's really my mom. Yeah, but like, she's also my mom. <laughs> okay, I got a six. A natural nineteen. All right, she's, she's not my, my mom. mom. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> she's 
could call her mom. <laughs> that was really funny. So with that, Lucy will be first and then you. Yeah, if I'm not going first, I want to be last. That's such a pearl thing of me. With that, the contestants line up and prepare to show off their moves for the visual round. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Kanoko Contest League's normal rank contest here in Chanterelle City. This afternoon, we have the Smart Contest. We hope you all are very excited for some quick thinking and excellent moves here this afternoon. As we've had all day, our excellent judges, Lord Fancyton, Nurse JD, and Lady M. They will be judging the moves and style of our competitors. We have Luca with Mikey the Haunter. They come out rolling the cart and Mikey, uh, and then again, for some reason, Luca wanted to do a skit, but you know, I don't know, Mikey convinced him. And he's like, wait, two pots plus two pots. Oh no, what have I done? And Mikey raises up from the cloth. <laughs> Frankenstein style. Oh my gosh. And under the cloth, like he has changed his form to look full on like a Frankenstein's monster sort of creature. But then whoosh, there's nothing under there. There was nothing under the sheet. Whoa, that is legit scary. And then as he reveals himself to the crowd, tell me how he does it with his hypnosis and dream eater combo. Everyone's like on the verge of like blinking, uh, like going to sleep. And the minute we all blink, he's there. <laughs> with this like funky purple and green, just a sort of nightmare thing happening everywhere. Lots of fog. Lots of fog, like just a heavy, heavy fog effect. Luca's like pressing the button on the fog machine under the little record player cart. And let's see what Mikey rolls for performance. A natural 19. Oh, all right, his game to lose. He does not have a bonus to his performance, so that will be a 21, as both of those were smart moves. Oof, that is high. Oh, actually, so because Luca used a contest combination, he gets a bonus equal to Mikey's proficiency bonus on the performance check. So it was not just a 21, it was a 25. Mm. With a powerful performance check there, Lord Fancyton rolls a natural one. Oh, oh very my. snooty. I almost think he's just kind of judging Luca on his family now a little bit. Like, I don't know. I feel like he's got a bone to pick with Luca sometimes. Yeah, he's got kind of a bone to pick with yeah. him. He scores him pretty low. Sheesh. That's tough, man. Lord Fancyton rolled a one, so he gets the point for the one. And then he also gets the extra plus four as both of those fit the contest category. So a total of five points from Lord Fancyton. Judgy, judgy. Oh, that is a natural 20 from Nurse JD. Wow, finally letting the real opinion be known. It's like, this is what I came here for. As even with his plus two, that is a 22, which is less than the 25. Wow. So he hands over 23 points. And then Lady M, ooh, rolled a three. What? It was a very polarizing performance. Yeah, I guess people really didn't like the nightmare aspect. Yeah, there was definitely like a horror sort of aspect added on to it. So let's see. She did like, however, that there were two moves of the same type. So a plus two for that. And she did like that it was a contest combination. So he gets an extra plus five 
So he ends up getting a total of, uh, let's see, three plus her charisma is four. So she had a seven plus five. So 12 points from her. Ladies and gentlemen, Luca and Mikey. And again, it's like half and half in this crowd. Some of them are like really, really digging it. And then others are just genuinely frightened. Yeah. (laughs) As the pattern continues, apparently, with Luca's team. They're like, oh, this guy again. It is then Captain's turn. As Captain comes forth, describe the routine that Peach and her Slowpoke do as Captain uses Disable and Confusion. Peach is on like a little medical bed. It's the Slowpoke's on a little stool. <laughs> he has one of those little hit the uh, kneecap and your leg is supposed to pop out. Uh-huh. And so he uses that and it just disables her. <laughs> And he uses it on like a pressure point. He's so like, all of a sudden, Peach is laying down just on this thing. Up. Yeah. <laughs> and then confusion happens when he has like five different bottles of Pepto Bismol, and he's just trying to find the the right one. And he just does the <gasps> confused look into the camera, sitcom style. <laughs> Ending poses him trying to eat his medical license. Who else but Captain? (laughs) I hope Peach is okay with that, but I think it's so funny. I mean, once again, I think that Peach is really banking on the uh, the sort of uh, pug factor. Okay. With this slowpoke. Okay. With a plus two from using two smart moves, that is a 15. Mmm, nice. Wow. Fancy Tin is like rough in this one. Uh, I think that smart is not a category that he enjoys, apparently, or something. Goodness gracious. Uh, He rolled a seven total. Lord Fancy Tin. Sir. He does appreciate that one of the moves was the same type as the Pokemon and that both of them fit the contest category, so that ends up with an extra plus six. So 13 points from Lord Fancy Tin. Another natural 20 from Nurse JD. Oh my gosh. It's going to be halved to 11 because he got a 22. So 11 points. And then plus one because you're still a winner in my book. It was was pretty good. So 12 points from Nurse JD. And then Lady M. Oh, a natural 19, a 23. So that is going to be 11 points from her. Thank you very much. Peach and Captain as they make their way over to the little circle that's near yours in in these rings next to the stage. Up next we have Lucy with Midnight the Umbreon. Storm clouds crash, thunder rolls in, big, big storm clouds. Pearl just looks, I had no idea how she's doing this. It's like uh, rainy, rainy clouds, dark clouds. And then all of a sudden we hear a howl. And then the light of the Oreo piercing through the clouds. And we see the stars. And that's what the routine is. And then the, the clouds banish. And the Umbreon's there. Yes, with this shadow ball and confuse ray. Oh, the shadow with the clouds. And I'm just confused because that was cool. <laughs> And the ray, that was the ray. The light was the confusion. That was amazing. Anybody else? That was really amazing. The crowd is digging it as that was a total of 23. Dang. Whoa, Lord Fancyton actually appreciates this one. A 17 plus 3, 20. Woo! 
He liked that both of the moves were of the appropriate category. And so Lord Fancyton uh, bequeaths his highest score of this round so far. A 24. Ah! Nurse JD. Something about this one isn't hitting right for him as that was only a two plus two, four. It's Yang and Yang. What do you people want? <laughs> so that is going to be five points from Nurse JD. Oh. You hate to see it. And then a 13 total from Lady M. She did like that the two moves were of the same type. So she's going to give a plus two there. So that is a total of 15 points from her. Thank you very much, Lucy and Midnight. And last up, we have Pearl and Serrano the Ornage. Ready, Serrano? And like Serrano, like I can't get any like guesstimate on where he is at emotionally. And so I'm just like, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so we have a military, very beautiful march. We march up the stairs, we march to the place. And when we get to the middle part, I go, and then I clank Serrano on my chest and all of like the armor gets this cool ruined glow. And then you can see I unsheath Serrano. I, you see him and he's glowing and you all see that he's a shiny. And then I just charge the runway. Yeah! <laughs> and that is metal sound when I clank him and pursue. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So go ahead and roll your acrobatics check. 15. Oh, gosh. Fancyton, what are you today? That is going to be a five on his charisma check. He did like that one of the moves was the same type as the Pokemon, and both of them are smart moves, correct? Yes. Great. So he likes that as well. So he gets a bonus plus six points. So that is 11 points from Lord Fancyton. All right. That turned out better than I was expecting. Hi. Oh, a 21 from Nurse JD. Oh, he really liked it. Liked it too much. <laughs> 21 is halved to 10. He's like, everybody's a winner, but he does not like dark type moves. What? So that's a minus one. So nine points. Oh, come on, Judge. Come on. I'm in the gymnastic thing. I'm not having any of it. Oh, my gosh. Come on. This is a shiny Pokemon. <laughs> Are you adding bonuses because it's shiny? I was not adding the bonuses. Hey! Yeah, I knew there was something off. <laughs> they both reconsidered just a little bit. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get up on the stage and like, think about it. <laughs> Come on, get a ref in here. I throw <laughs> a flag down. I throw a yellow flag down on their tables. Oh, my gosh. So you do add that bonus to each of the judges' final tallies there. What so do I add? It's a plus three for each of them because oh, okay. it is Serrano's proficiency bonus. So that's a 14 for Fancyton and 12 for JD. Great. Keeping me in the game at least. Oh, my gosh. And then that is a 15 total for Lady M. Oh, Ty great. goes to the Pokemon. Great. Woo! So you get her 15 plus the three from Serrano's shiny bonus. Great. Okay, great, great. I'm back in the game here. All right, thanks, Ref. Thanks for getting in there. You're welcome. I feel like Strangle also, like, pushed him in there. Come on, man! <laughs> I need you, Pearl, to make a performance check that's going to contest Lucy's performance check. Okay, 15. You outroll Lucy with her six, so you are before her in the order. Great. With that, the voice of Harold the Herald echoes out over the contest hall. 
Thank you, Pearl and Serrano. And now, the judges' scores for the visual round. In fourth place, we have Captain the Slowpoke. In third place, Midnight the Umbreon. In second, Serrano the On Edge. And in first, Mikey the Haunter. And once again, the crowd is like very hot and cold, you know, very polarized over this this uh, uh, terrifying creature. But for everybody else, it's like, yeah, good applause, good applause. And then like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> this guy, he's doing something. The fear. Everybody, check your cars. Make sure they're locked. <laughs> Luca actually chooses for things to go in reverse order as you all take your places for the contest battle. Harold the Herald says, our initiative order for this contest battle will be Captain, Midnight, Serrano, and then Mikey. Coordinators, begin! On Peach's turn, Captain the Slowpoke is going to use Wonder Room, which affects everyone, but Slowpoke just turns his gaze over and looks at Midnight the Umbreon and says, Slow. And Wonder Room means that all wisdom saves actually become con saves, and all con saves become wisdom saves. What? Okay. That's weird. It also will scramble the order of who goes next turn. <laughs> Good luck with that, DM. The Slowpoke gets back three appeal points. Slow. And on the performance check, well, that is a seven plus one eight as it was a smart move against the 15 of Lord Fancyton, which means that only three points will be deducted from Midnight the Umbreon. It is then Midnight the Umbreon's turn as Lucy says, all right, Midnight, try a shadow ball on the slow poke. Natural 20. Oh. Captain, no, oh, Captain, my oh, Captain. no. Oh, it's gonna be super effective. Oh, no. No. I'm sorry. Ooh, pretty good damage rolls too. That's a uh, 17 double to 34 points of oh. super effective ghost damage against the slowpoke. Oofa. As uh, that is a massive hit. However, Captain doesn't seem to have noticed yet. That move appeals for four points. And let's see about this performance check. A 13 against the 17 of Lord Fancyton. So only six points are deducted from Captain. It is then your turn, Pearl. All right, well, we're gonna do Metal Sound on Umbreon. Metal Sound on Umbreon. Mm -hmm. uh, what kind of save is that? It is a con. So it's a wisdom, wisdom. save. Yeah, you were so excited. Aha! <laughs> that is a nine total, so what does that do? On a failure, all attack rolls against Umbreon now have a plus five. Whoa. Until the end of my turn. Until the end of your turn? End of my next turn. Oh, dang. Okay, so anybody who goes, okay, nice, and roll your acrobatics check. Ooh, 14. 14. Against the 17 of Lord Fancyton, so you will jam seven points. That is your turn, which is going to bring us to Luca with Mikey. Go ahead and flip a coin for me. Pearl shouts to him, hey, I did a thing where the Umbreon is easy to hit. It's a one. So that means Umbreon. Well, it's either you or Captain, so Aww, it's going to be Captain. Dang it! Hey, um, Peach, try to hit the Umbreon. Got it. Sorry, Lucy. 
Luca calls out for Mikey to use Shadow Punch against the Slowpoke. As Shadow Punch automatically hits, that will be eight doubled to 16 points of ghost damage against Captain. Wow, Cap. Steer that ship out of there, Captain. On his performance check, Luca gets an 11. And that is a natural one from Lord Fancyton, who it appears maybe maybe he's breaking him down a little bit. Just maybe he's finally able to appeal. I think that Lord Fancyton is also kind of holding a grudge against like him bringing Zilla into the yeah, competition I think so previously. Too. Do you not understand? But uh, there's something about Mikey that, where, he, where he's just wearing on him a little bit. So that 11 is going to be doubled to 22 jammed points from Captain. Wow, that was really high. How's the crowd looking? The crowd is looking primed and ready for whoever can come in and get the next successful role. And that's not necessarily going to be captain at the beginning of initiative here because the order was scrambled. So you roll initiative with Serrano's dexterity. 10. With a natural 20, Midnight will go first, then captain, then you, and then Mikey. Dang it. Oh my gosh. I just hit that Umbreon. Sorry, I'm just like, man, I just hit that Umbreon. In regard to, like, what are you trying to figure out? No, I mean, I had that plus five. Oh, I see. I see. But anybody else who does attack the Umbreon will also have the plus five. We will see what happens. First of all, we got to find out if Umbreon is going to succeed at whatever it tries to do on its turn. Midnight is going to attempt a Confuse Ray on Mikey. With an unnatural 20, that is going to do it as Mikey will be confused. Oh, no. For the remainder of the contest. Oh, that's big, folks. This is a weird one. My brain's not sure what to do here. With that, the Pokemon that has the highest visual round score must make a charisma save against the other one's persuasion or intimidation. So that will also be Mikey. So Confuse Ray badly startles the Pokemon that the audience has high expectations of, is the wording of that one. So the immediate appeal in JM is two and one. So plus two back to midnight, minus one from Haunter. Mikey, I've never seen this side of you. Stay focused. Haunter! I'm not even your coach, and I'm already freaked out for you, dude. (laughs) This Umbreon is now your friend Umbreon from, like, the old house. So Umbreon is going to make his performance check. Only a six, though. And a natural 20 from Lord Fancyton. Who does not approve of the shenanigans? He's a stickler. Stick in the mud, Simon Cow. So that is only going to be half the jam. Half the raspberry jams. So that is minus three points from Mikey. But let's see if Umbreon succeeds on that performance check. Oh, does not with a four. So the crowd meter remains at four. Now it's a matter of what Captain does. (laughs) Peach hears you that anybody has the bonus to try to hit the Umbreon. But she also says, uh, confusion's not going to work, so I'm going to do this instead. Uh, Captain Disable. And Captain is going to attempt to disable that Confuse Ray, because that could be tricky for folks. (gasps) That's a seven. And because it was a wisdom save, but now it's a con save, it is a flat seven from the Umbreon. Peach doesn't necessarily get to control which move gets disabled, but she's hoping it's Confuse Ray. And with the four, it is. So Umbreon cannot use Confuse Ray for the time being. Ah. Which is big for the rest of you. Since that was a success, Peach will make her performance roll. That is a five, though. Against the 19 of Lord Fancyton. Ugh. 
A stickler he is! <laughs> the appeal is two, so Captain does get back two. So that is only two points subtracted from the Umbreon. It is then your turn, Pearl. Can I use Pursuit? So like with moves that are a reaction, specifically for like contests and stuff, you can use them as an action. I think that that makes sense because it's like, yeah, it's one of my moves in my move pool. I'm gonna use Pursuit on Haunter, on Mikey. Oh, uh, 17. A 17 does hit. And Captain did only roll a five for the performance check for the crowd meter too. So the crowd meter is still at four. So you're gonna have a chance to take it to five. What is your damage for your attack? Eight. Eight, double to 16 points of dark damage and roll your acrobatics check. Okay, 16. A 16. Ooh, and Lord Fantington rolls a six. So you do jam 16 points from Mikey. Is there any extra appeal and jam from that move? Two appeal, one jam. So another one. And that one badly startles Pokemon that made a move of the same type, but nobody else has done a dark move in this one. As you succeeded on that roll, go ahead and roll for the crowd meter. Ah, look at us, we're a shiny! Only 11. The DC is 10 at normal yes! range. Yes! We're a shiny, people! How can you not love us? So you do get five appeal points. That is then going to take us to Mikey's turn, who is confused, uh, and he's going to see if he's startled on his turn. Uh, he, he's got to deal with a lot of things right now. He's going to make a charisma save to see if he is startled or not. Okay, so he succeeds on that one, and then he has to make his confusion roll. Boy. Oh, no! Confuse rate is deadly. Oh, jeez. That was only a three on his confusion roll, so he is just going to hurt himself in his confusion. Oh, you hate to see it, folks. We should have never given him doctor tools. So he's then going to make his performance check at disadvantage as he was trying to do a hypnosis, but it's just sort of like... He's flying all over the place, and he's not really sure what's going on. Not fitting of the category we're in. No, not at all. Uh, especially as that is a four versus the six of Lord Fancyton. So he was trying to go for the Umbreon, so Umbreon only gets jammed for two points. It's like Mikey's just too down to earth for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a tough one, but that brings us to the top of round three as the initiative order has been restored to what it was. So Captain is first once again. Round three. Peach says, all right, Captain, we can't use Disable again, and Confusion's not really going to hurt that one, so... um. Oh, gosh. Sorry, Luca. But Slowpoke goes to try to use Confusion on Mikey. <laughs> oh, and that's going to hit. Brutal, Slowpoke. Captain, you are wrecking ship. Slow. With his 18 to hit. Oh. Eight, double two, 16 points of super effective damage to Mikey. Yikes. Is Mikey looking good? He's looking fine. It's really like the confusion is his biggest problem right now. And then Captain is going to make a performance check of two. <laughs> you hate to see it. Against the nine of Lord Fancyton, only jams one point from Mikey and then gets an appeal of four. It is then Midnight the Umbreon's turn, who did not enjoy or appreciate the fact that Slowpoke disabled its Confuse Ray. So Lucy shouts out for Midnight to do a Shadow Ball. Shadow Ball. With a natural 16, that's going to hit. 
That is 12 double to 24 points uh, of ghost damage. I don't know if Slowpoke's going to make it. Come on, Heck Captain. Stay alive. A three-hour tour. Captain is looking in a very, very bad way right now. The appeal of that move is four. And on his performance check, Umbreon rolls a natural 20. Uh, against the 14 of Lord Fancyton. Jamming 21 points. From Captain. Pearl winces watching that. It is then your turn with Serrano as the crowd is getting hyped back up again because after the first time the crowd meter gets maxed out, every time it gets maxed out subsequently, the score that you get doubles. Where's the crowd meter at right now? It's currently at two out of five. What's Serrano got? Hate to say, folks, not much. (laughs) We're going to do another metal sound, but this time on Mikey. Ooh, okay. So it's a wisdom save or con save? Well, it's a con save, but I don't know if Slowpoke's thing is still doing its thing. Yes, it is. So it's a wisdom save. A natural 16. Oh, that saves. Nice. So even in his confusion, Mikey is able to uh, avoid the scraping awful sound. Okay, it has a jam of three and an appeal of one. But since the attack did not... uh, No jam? No jam, yeah. Bummer. Okay. So go ahead and roll your performance check at disadvantage. 17. 17, all right. Against the seven of Lord Fancyton. So that will be eight points jammed from Mikey. That is your turn. It is then Mikey's turn, who snaps out of his confusion with a natural 19. Ah, congrats. Welcome back. I can see your pupils. (laughs) Lucas says, okay, we see how it goes. Mikey, use hypnosis on that Umbreon. Ooh. And because it's still a con save instead of a wisdom save. The Umbreon only rolled a 13 and Ooh. falls asleep. Whoa! Luca then rolls a 16 on his performance check against the 13 of Lord Fancyton, jamming a total of 19 points from Umbreon. Wow! This is a crazy game. And the crowd meter is now at four. I have Umbreon and Hunter tied, <laughs> which is intense. That takes us to the top of round four. Ding, ding. At the top of this round, Peach says, all right, come on. It might not do anything because types, but we want those extra style points. So Slowpoke, use confusion. And hits with an unnatural 20. The Umbreon is immune to psychic type moves. So it wasn't for the damage, but Peach wants those extra style points. So that is a 14 against Fancyton's 14. Tie goes to the Pokemon. So 14 points jammed from midnight. And then that is a 19 on Captain's performance check. Oh, impressive. As the crowd loves this guy. Captain, Captain, Captain. Captain regains four points from the appeal, plus an extra 10 from maxing out the crowd meter. Midnight did not wake up from that attack and does not wake up on his turn. Here's my question. Yes. Can Mikey really attack Midnight because of the order? Not unless Captain goes down. Yeah, so he attacked and made him do a save to fall asleep. You're correct. You're absolutely correct. Sorry. (laughs) You're good. Sarah has pointed out to me that technically Mikey could not have used hypnosis on um, Umbreon because they are not directly next to each other in the order here. Whoopsie. 
but other things have happened as a result of it now, so give us grace on this one, folks. Contests are still new. Points for me as a player, though, that I caught it. You know what? I'm Inspiration. An inspiration really? for you. Wow! Because believe me, I would love to hit this slowpoke. <laughs> because they're asleep, I don't think that Umbreon can even make the move. Like, incapacitated, can't do anything. Like, confusion, you can at least move around still. But with sleep, the creature is incapacitated and restrained. So I don't think that if you're asleep, you can make the performance roll. So, sorry, Midnight. Right now, I'm really debating who I should go for. Mm -hmm. Okay, we'll use Pursuit on Umbreon. Okay, so go ahead and roll to hit with advantage because Umbreon is asleep. 19. 19 does hit, so roll your damage. Eight. Eight will be halved to four points of not very effective against the Aww, Umbreon. Dang, I wish I would have done Mikey. And roll your performance check. 17. 17 against Fantyton's 14. That will jam the full amount. Is there any extra appeal and jam? Yeah, one extra jam and two appeal. On his turn, Mikey is going to use Shadow Punch, but I need you, Pearl, to flip a coin for me. Okay, it's me. Oh, it's you. Okay, a Shadow Punch against Serrano. And this is the first time I've been hit this whole time, so I think that's fair. Anybody else notice that? I thought it was weird. Well, that is uh, going to be super effective, I believe. Oh, great. Is that right? I guess so. If you want it to be, that's cool. So that is going to be 20 doubled to 40 points of super effective ghost damage. Oh. Pearl immediately starts to sweat and says underneath her breath, I'm scared. <laughs> With a natural 20 against the six of Lord Fancyton, you get jammed for 21 points. Okay, okay. It's really not a battle battle. Remember, it's a competition on who is the smartest. <laughs> That will bring us to the fifth and final round of this smart contest. Captain is going to attempt a confusion attack at Mikey. That's a natural two, though. Oh. Oh. And as that misses for the performance check, it is only a four. Ooh, against Lord Fancyton 17. So Captain only jams two points from Mikey. Midnight the Umbreon wakes up. Pearl. No. Flip a coin for me. Because nah. we're down to the wire. It's not me. It's Captain. It's Captain. Okay. I'm sorry, Peach. This one is close. I am very stressed. There's the thing. There's an honest chance I could be winning this thing or I could be losing it in the next five seconds. This is very tight. I'm on the edge of my seat. Oh, dang. Okay. The Umbreon's Shadow Ball will hit Captain. No! Oh. oh! Bad typing. As was 15 double to 30 points of ghost damage. Oh, Captain goes down. Oh, no! The Umbreon gets to make the appeal with advantage for doing the KO with an 11 against the 19 of Fantyton. So only jams five points from Captain. There's not any extra penalty because it was in the final round and Captain didn't miss any turns. Oh man, I'm freaking out here, folks. And that is a three on the crowd meter. Pearl, it is your turn. All right, you know what? You only live once, I say to Serrano. <laughs> Except for you, unless you're Metal Sword, then you just keep living, so I might see you in a Poke Center real soon. <laughs> 
Okay, we're gonna do a fury cutter. Okay. On uh, Mikey. Okay. So that's not a smart move, correct? No. Oh, so you're keeping Mikey from being able to fill out the crowd meter because yeah. you're using a neutral move. Is it a neutral well, it's move? Well, inc- incompatible. Okay, so the crowd meter's going down by one. So, oh man, the strategy, folks. Okay, so go ahead and roll to hit with Fury Cutter. That's a 15. Mikey's AC is 14. Okay. That's five points of damage. Five halved to three points. Hopefully that's enough to get me through. And make your performance roll. At disadvantage, probably. At disadvantage because it was an incompatible move. Wow, I didn't roll bad. I rolled a 16 and a 9. Okay. So that's a 16. Great, yeah, with your acrobatics. I meant acrobatics, but you know. Against the natural one. Whoa. Of Lord Fancyton. So you jam 32 points from Mikey. Wow. It has an appeal of three. Great, so you get back three. He's going to cream me. He's going to cream me to a pulp. He's going to smash me so hard. He's going to kill me in this next second like there's no tomorrow. Oh. He's going to cream me to a pulp. Ah! I'm just going to look at Luca. Luca, think about this. Think about what I've done to you. Think about trying to get second. Oh. Oh. You know. Look at Mikey. Mikey, look at me. Luca, you may not be able to hear me right now, but Mikey gets it. Mikey! (laughs) Make a persuasion check. You know how long we've been around, Mikey! A disadvantage, because you just took a big chunk of points out of Mikey. (laughs) Uh, It's an eight. (laughs) Mikey! Think about all the time we've had grape juice. Think about all the letters I write to you. Does this hat look too big? It's a helmet. Hot dog. And Mikey fades out for a second and then emerges from the shadows to strike out at Serrano. Dang, please miss. Shadow punch hits automatically. No! Oh, I'm so upset. 11 double to 22 points of ghost damage. This is what I get for taking Peach out. I'm out. Ah! Contest! does have like a five-year-old hissy fit for a second and just yells contests. (laughs) (laughs) And with a 17... I hope you're happy! She yells to Mikey. Well, a 17 against the natural 20 of Lord Fancyton. So, that is only eight points jammed from Serrano. And with that, the bell rings one last time as Harold the Herald shouts out, and that concludes our contest battle. How do we have a duel? I'm going to challenge somebody to a duel. (laughs) Of the smart contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After some deliberation on the part of the judges, it like takes a little bit as this seems to be the closest contest that we've had of the day thus far. While we pace back and forth waiting, I look at Serrano and Serrano just kind of gives me like a linty <laughs> smirk. And then I, I shake my head. I'm like, Pearl, stand by it. Luca. Yeah? Way you go, man. Hey, you too. That Happy. was a tough one. <laughs> big high five. Big. Yeah, yeah. That was a really tough one, but it was really fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to become arrogant like a sword I know. <laughs> yeah, or that's like fair. a Jasper I know. Also fair. That was really, really fun. Yeah, I mean, wow. Peach! Yeah. 
Your slowpoke's incredible! Thanks, I think, I mean, he's smart. He may not know it. I don't think he knows it at all. <laughs> but he is. Oh yeah, you just had a lot of dark types. There were a lot of, lot of super effective things just kind of running around yeah. there. So, I mean, that we made it to round five, I'm happy. I'm yeah, happy with that. Great. Yeah, you did great. Okay, okay, okay. And with that, the voice comes over once more of Harold the Herald. Well, contest goes. After much deliberation, I do have the score totals. In fourth place, with 87 points, Wow. Mikey the Haunter. What? Wait, what? Mikey, what? Ah, man, the crowd really screwed you over on that one. (laughs) Yeah, more like Fancyton. (laughs) Specifically, more like Lord Fancyton on that very beginning visual round. You're actually so, so right. That's really what got him. That and uh, the 32 points that you jammed toward the end there definitely was rough. In third place, with 97 points, Midnight the Umbreon. And Lucy's like, yes, okay, we place, we place. Nice, nice, nice. I slowly turn to Peach and just mouth. (laughs) In second place, with 107 points, Captain the Slowpoke. Oh my gosh! And in first place, with 125 points, Serrano the Onage. Looks like he was never sweating at all. No, he he was so unconcerned about the entire thing. You all make your way over to the podiums as Lady M comes over to hand out the prizes. The third place winner gets $250 and a Hondu berry, and Lucy accepts this prize. Second place gets 500 Pokey dollars and a Hondu berry. And Peach is like, yes, yes, nice. And she is like a little starstruck being up on the podium and Lady M handing it over like, oh, thank you, nice. And first place, 1,000 Poke Dollars, a Hondu Berry. Um, you technically get a berry pot, but uh, if somebody who gets first already has it, we usually just kind of hand it to whoever's in second. Yeah, totally cool. Great, cool. She hands it to Peach and Peach is like, nice. <laughs> Along with TM6 Toxic. Ooh. And what was the berry? A Hondu berry. Everybody, group hug around my sword! <laughs> oh, oh, that's sharp! Okay, air hug it, air hug everybody. And is that the final pose? Yeah. Just a <laughs> And with that, as everybody just sort of air hugs around this shiny red blade in the middle of this crowd, that's where we'll end this episode. deserve to win that but also I do because there were some very strategic moves but also the only reason Serrano's with that number one is sheer luck if you had sheer gone luck. if you had gone for Umbreon instead of Mikey for that final one ah. 
he could have rocketed up to first. I knew it. That's why I was like, as much as I know this won't do anything, I have to do this. If you had used a smart move against Umbreon. Yep. I would have given him the crowd. He would have gotten the crowd. He wouldn't have gotten the jam that took 32 points away from him. So that already would be over 110. Let's see. That would put him. Let's see. That's why I told him. That's why I was like, Luca, think about what I just did. You know, don't knock me out. But I, when I knocked out, I was like, man, I have no way. I have no way of knowing if what that happened was enough. Yeah, no. That if, was really cool. If you hadn't gone after him, he would have been at 119 for that last round and then could have potentially gotten the crowd and rocketed to first. That was a really, really close one. That was so cool. Uh, I mean, I, I thought I, I thought I was going to be fourth once I had knocked out. Oh, my god! I was like, shoot, I don't know how mass this repercussion is going to be. Because it was in the last round. Oh. Because we changed it, remember? Shoot. So it was only whatever jam he did to you rather than whatever. But because you'd already taken your final turn, you didn't get the minus 20. Dang. Wow. <sighs> this is a lot. Contest. I love it, though. They just got to sing. I know that this board isn't recording. I know it. I know it to be true. Hit it. It's it's recording. Oh, this is for the people who give us the monies. <laughs> Guys, here is the cut postcard. Dear Dad, do you ever just feel overwhelmed with emotions that you can't say anything more? And so you got to burst into song. I got a whole degree in that, Dad. Here we go. Dear Dad, today was the best day of my life because I won a contest. And Elmer is the cutest, the cutest little leg you've ever seen. If you made it into an omelette, you'd be committing a moral crime. Dear Dad, <laughs> have you ever been so you gotta belt it out Just let it out Dear Dad Have you ever been so full of emotions You just gotta sing it out Real quiet Real quiet And only the realest of dads Shall hear That's the postcard, guys, that Jonah cut. So he said to me, it would clash too much with the music that we put already on it. I think that it would not quite jive with uh, Video Game Land by Foolboy Media. Have you ever been fooled with so much emotion? I do love that song. (laughs) FYI, I want the record show. Major props. Mm. Ever been so full of emotion? But you sound like Cher! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, Daniel here from the Happy Go Lucky Podcast. The show you've just been listening to is part of the new and upcoming Podicon Go podcasting network. What is Podicon Go, you ask? We're a group of independent creators that are committed to creating, distributing, and supporting content that is clean, fun, and appropriate for all ages. Thank you for listening. Be sure to hit subscribe and show your love for this show with a five-star review. Every time you do, you're helping to support family-friendly content for everyone to enjoy. Postcard from Paul and Quest Company Jr.